Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters Farscape, episode 69. Oh yeah, my brother. Oh yeah. 69 up in here! Yeah! <laughs> what was lost? Part 2. The Resurrection. What was there? Are you sure? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think we're surprising anyone to say that we're idiots. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> I feel a little bit like Chiana and Jewel uh, <laughs> at one point in this episode. Like, this is us doing that. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about it now. Uh, I can I can only assume that the the writers and the producers of Farscape knew the uh, episode numbers that the, they were working on. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, this is kind of the steamiest episode yet. There is a lot of steam, a lot of sex. Yeah, a lot of a lot of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Some of it between Chiana and uh, Jewel. Yeah, that's true. And uh, new chick, Sukozu. Yeah. Which I remembered her name. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Suzuki. Suzuki. <laughs> no, Godzuki. Kojiro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Sex. <laughs> uh, we're nerds. We've never had it. Nope. Nope. You're married. That's I, weird. It is weird. It's not that kind of marriage. Okay. Yeah. It's convenience. It's convenience, yeah. It's a tax thing, really. <laughs> We're just good friends. Yeah. Just a, a tax and healthcare benefits situation. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, she works in non-profit. They don't have good benefits. Right, yeah. I work for a soulless corporation. You have great benefits. Absolutely. Because you have to be... Compensated for the fact that you are aware of uh, the soul crushing that you are doing on a daily basis. Exactly. Uh, you have to make it right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because while my company, per se, is not a soul crushing corporation, we do a lot of work for a soul crushing corporation, and yet we have terrible benefits. Huh. That sucks. Yeah. You, should, you should go work directly for the soul crushing corporation. Maybe, yeah. That's where it is. Yeah. That's where it's at. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but then I wouldn't be able to uh, spend all day online uh, looking at uh, comic book news and uh, and uh, posting podcasts uh, to the internet. That's true. That's it's a trade off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> online freedom for lack of benefits. Yeah. I would trade you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick where I'm at. I'm gonna stick where I'm at. Because <laughs> uh, where I am, that's frowned upon. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, if only, if only we could find a way to move back in with our parents <laughs> and not work and just, you know, work on our artwork. Yeah. You know, at least six months or something. Uh, like yeah. yeah, I mean, you know that that thought has crossed my mind. Sure, yeah. but but then I think, do I really want to be that guy? You know, in your mid thirties, living with your parents. Yeah, do, I kind of do. Do I really want to be that 
loser guy. Who does that? Right. You know, 36 years old, living in your mom's basement. Yeah. I mean, do you... Yeah, you have to consider, do you want to be that stereotype? Yeah. That person that everybody makes fun of, that loser fucking nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, all right. Sense. I can. Sounds like a totally sweet deal. I can see the benefits. <laughs> Plus, I don't think that my wife would uh, enjoy living in my parents' basement. Yeah. I mean, she would just stay at your guys' house. <laughs> no deal. Oh, okay. I mean, you can visit her. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not like you're divorced. Okay. She just lives in your house, and you live with your parents. <laughs> so we're separated. And you're not really separated. <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, you'll interact. You'll you'll spend a lot of time together. Yeah, yeah. We'll be good friends like yeah, we are now. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. In your loveless, convenient marriage. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh. I'm Jenny's glad. a really good person. <laughs> I'd really like to hang out with her more. But she doesn't listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> I would, too. And I just uh, give her a compliment. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's gonna go unheard. <laughs> I'll let her know. All right. <laughs> uh, you can go see the day of the doctor with us. Okay. At the Regal. I'm still debating whether I want to do that or not. Yeah. It's, it's pricey. It is pricey. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It'll be awesome. I've not had some great experiences at a movie theater in the past couple of times I have gone. That's true. <laughs> So, so that is entering into the debate as I decide whether I want to see that or Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Fair enough. Yeah. I can afford to do one. Okay. Uh, technically, I can't really afford to do either, but if forced, I could do one. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so. Well, I will go with you either way. Because right. I do want to see Santa Claus Conquers the Martians <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Very excited about that one. See, I'm leaning more towards that one because, uh, you know, uh, the, the Doctor Who thing is going to air on, on television. Mm -hmm. And I can sit on my couch and be comfortable and watch it and not have to yell at an old man or anything for texting or, or doing something incredibly stupid that they have been warned that they should not be doing. That's true. Numerous times before the feature starts. Yeah. I wish we had an Alamo draft house around here. That would be great. That place sounds like paradise. Uh-huh. Yeah. We should yeah. open one. Okay. Let's, let's see if we can uh, invest and then uh, open a franchise. Okay. All right. First game! <laughs> I'll talk to my wife about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you think of this episode? Uh, much like the last episode... I'm uh, still not entirely sure what was happening. <laughs> uh, I feel like I had a slightly better grasp over it uh, this time, uh, over part one, but uh, but uh, still just sort of felt lost. Yeah. Uh, even though there was a recap, which, which thank God it was there because I had forgotten most of it. Yeah, me too. Most definitely. Now, admittedly, we are doing this a little later than we normally would do it. By a day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a good excuse. Because, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, shame on us for having forgotten about the boob sweat thing. Yeah. That is that is clearly the most important plot development 
of the entire series uh-huh. since its debut. <laughs> what episode? <again>? Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant since the series debut. Oh, okay. All right. Three years and three episodes ago. All right. Forget about wormholes. <laughs> Crichton's going to spend the rest of the season trying to crack the secret of <laughs> boom sweat mind control. <laughs> They're already working on it. <laughs> they already know how it works. I mean, at the very end, they did tease us that Crichton is the only one with the goal now. That's true. He's the only one with purpose. Yep. I mean, Dargo, he's got a ship. He's got a ship. It's the only thing in his life. Only thing he's got left. Yep. That's it. <laughs> and the rest of them, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Nope. They are all, uh, they, they don't have any purpose anymore. They, yeah. they clearly say that. Yeah. <laughs> at least seven times. <laughs> <clears throat> None of them apparently want to go home now. Right, yeah. They've just completely forgotten about that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that they forgot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they forgot somebody down on the planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I, I forgot about that somebody, too. <laughs> so he's dead. Uh, I guess. He's completely gone for yeah, good. Sure. That's <laughs> the only thing that those events could lead us to. Definitely. Uh, so, where to begin? Yeah, uh, pick up. Pick up. So, so there's two things going on. There's two, uh, two disparate storylines that yeah. are happening at the same time. There's, uh, uh, Reza? Greza? Greza. Greza. Uh, trying to figure out why Scorpius was so obsessed with Crichton. Right. And then there's... The stone marker things, I can't remember what they're called. The probes? The probes, yes. Yeah. There's the probes and, and uh, whatever they do. Yeah. and uh, They reverse things, apparently. They do, yes. They, they, uh, they are the <coughs> planetary undo button. Yeah. And, uh, and those <laughs> things are going on, and uh, neither one is terribly interesting. Yep. So, <laughs> between the two of them... You almost get a decent episode. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Pretty close. Can I uh, go ahead and uh, just say right now that... Uh, so two episodes ago, we were introduced to a brand new character who, who was uh, uh, back full-fledged in this episode, Sokozu. Yeah. Uh, she, she plays a major role in this episode. There is also another new character who, who debuted in the uh, towards the, the the last episode of season three uh-huh. who has uh, sadly also made her return in these past two episodes <laughs> she's just fucking hanging around why yeah just why <laughs> uh, just why just I mean this show has a terrible habit of introducing us to shitty new characters mm-hmm. such as Chiana and Jewel. <laughs> But, uh, by God, this new one, Noranti, I believe her name Something is. Something like that, yeah. Fucking the worst. The the old woman she with three eyes. Wrinkles. <laughs> wrinkles. <laughs> wrinkles Despero. Yes. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Yeah. She's horrible. I don't, she's still there. Yeah. She's still fucking there. She's horrible and she does nothing. Nope. Except blow fucking dust in Greg's yeah, face. Yeah, that's annoying. Repeatedly. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't do that in this episode. 
but being reminded that she had done it in the previous episode <laughs> made me really angry. Yeah. Uh, but, but, like, keep, like, during pivotal scenes, they keep cutting away to reaction shots from her. Mm-hmm. And just like, just, no. Just, yeah. Just stop trying to make this person important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> no one cares. Go away. Oh, the worst. Uh, anyway, uh, so so yeah, so she's there. Uh, the uh, the end of the previous episode, she convinces Crichton to kill himself, mm-hmm. uh, which he then dives off a cliff and, yeah. uh, to the waters, uh, which uh, shockingly does not kill him. <laughs> <laughs> now, Eric. <laughs> that water we see later on in the episode is at least two feet deep. Right. Surely he would drown right. in that water. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you at least you would think that uh, being two feet deep, that he would just uh, you know, slam right into the rocks at the bottom. Something like that. Which are only two feet deep. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, apparently he just landed perfectly that he was just floating on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> and then the uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, rainbow colored version, yeah. uh, saves him, <clears throat> attacks him, does something. Save tax him. Save tax him. <laughs> I like that. That's safe tacular. I'm sorry. That's all right. No, I'm not. I, I opened this box. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh So yeah, he saves him and 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 I is is I don't know, he's trying to I don't know, man. I sort of I sort of stopped paying attention when that character is on the screen. Which is a problem. You know because he's important. I guess. Somewhat. Somewhat. <clears throat> he's uh I mean Visually, he's cool looking. Yeah, he's a big fish man, and he's colorful, and, and he's got the claws and stuff. Uh, but uh, I mean, he is uh, unintelligible, mm-hmm. uh, and he just sort of, uh, you know, just a lot of him swimming in the water and then attacking people. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, uh, there's a reason that they didn't focus too much on the creature from the Black Lagoon in mm-hmm. those movies. Yeah. Because uh, he is ultimately uh, not that interesting. So, uh, small doses. Yeah. Small doses of the monster, please. And and the way that those scenes were shot, um, you know, so sort of like, sort of close-ups. Yeah. And you could tell the water was not deep. Right. And, and just... It just looked bad, honestly. Yeah. And I couldn't really... There were times where I couldn't really follow what was happening... I really think that they were maybe going overboard, but uh, trying to pay homage to the creature from the Black Lagoon a lot. Yeah. Like, even at the beginning, like, I swear that the music that they're playing when uh, the creature same tax John, mm-hmm. that I think it's the same music from those movies. Yeah. Like, like whenever the creature would attack in the water. Uh, but a lot of those shots of just, like, you know, the creature swimming at you, you know, because that movie was in 3D. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You know, and, and so I feel like the the show kept trying to do that, but it's not in 3D. Uh, I mean, this is their first season in high def, right? So maybe they 
got confused. I don't know. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I the technology was new. Wait. We didn't know what was happening. High def doesn't equal 3D. Apparently not. <laughs> the guy at Best Buy lied to me. <laughs> Why did I spend $50 on a pair of fucking stupid glasses? <laughs> when apparently I don't even have a 3D TV. It uh, looked real to me. Eh, well... I don't have an answer. Justin. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, okay, so so that was meant as as, uh, as an homage. Yeah, I, okay. I, I think. Okay. Uh, that works once. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does just get repetitive. Uh huh. <laughs> to the point where they actually reuse scenes. Uh huh. <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, the only way that it could have been worse is if they would have Batman or Robin it and <laughs> played the same scene but in reverse. <laughs> that might have looked cool. Maybe. You know, had the air bubbles going back into the bodies. Right, yeah. I think I would have liked that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, the creature save tax him and takes him to some sort of chamber. Uh, that's a lagoon area. I don't sure, know. It's a cave. Yeah, I don't even yeah. want to talk about the plots. <laughs> that's fine. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. They save the day. They just save the day. They save the day and they escape. Crichton has to distract Greza, yeah. uh, which he does by fucking her repeatedly. Yep. <laughs> I mean, so good job, Crichton. We've all been in that situation. It's true. You it's just, true. You need to distract somebody, so you just fuck the hell out of them. <laughs> you tie them up, mm-hmm. and you just fuck them and fuck them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just uh, slap their ass on the way out. And then just leave them tied up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that happens. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> uh so, um... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm like, I don't know. Like, the plans are nonsensical. And, uh... Uh... The uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't I don't even know I don't know what to say because like they they escape yeah and then they go back and then well they don't go back they they have to land they have to land because apparently the ship uh, Dargo's ship the yeah. only thing that matters to him <laughs> right uh, broke it's damaged yeah yeah uh, so they have to fix it uh. Um, yeah, so, but, but they, uh, so, so that's how they, how they dispense with that plot. Yeah. By deferring it for another time. They send some sort of homing beacon or something out into space and the peacekeepers follow that. 
Right. So yeah. so our heroes escape from them that way. Right. But they're stuck on this planet that is uh, dying due to magnetic summer. Yeah, what? Which is a thing, apparently. And that <laughs> space. Turns everything sepia tone mm-hmm. and uh, overexposed. <laughs> Drains you of your pigment. Yeah. What the fuck? Sure. <laughs> it also makes the hard to breathe and hard to move around. Right. Uh, although only some of those characters exhibit those symptoms. <laughs> If it drains you of your color, why is the creature from the Black Lagoon so colorful? Uh, because... It's because he lives underwater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so we, so the peacekeepers take off, and, uh, and the, our heroes land back on the planet, uh, and realize that they're gonna die if they stay there because of the magnetic summer. Right. Uh, but then Crichton remembers that he knows where all the beacons are, so we pick up that plot again that we had ignored for most of the episode. Right. And, uh, and so they go about gathering up the, the beacons. Yeah. Which it turns out that the creature from the Black Lagoon wants to use as a weapon of some sort. He is the bad guy. Of, of some indeterminate purpose. Uh, yeah, it makes it doesn't make any sense at yeah. all. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, so he and Crichton fight for the the third uh, probe underwater, mm-hmm. uh, reusing several shots. Yeah, uh, <laughs> from from earlier in the episode and earlier in the scene. Yes. <laughs> And uh, Crichton gets Winona back. He, he had lost her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his gun, just in case uh, nobody remembers right. that. Right. Uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah. He saves her from the planet. Sure. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so they wind up using the probes, and uh, they save the world. And uh, it turns back into Earth again. Yeah, they, they restore that section of the planet, apparently the whole planet too, but we only ever see that small section of the planet. Yeah, that, that cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently the uh, the monks or whatever that had been there when the probes originally landed uh, were trapped in some sort of suspended animation. Yeah. So when the probes were uh, ac- activated again and undid what had happened before, the monks in their temple uh, magically reappear. Yep. Like nothing happened. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. that's <laughs> the end. Pretty much. <laughs> uh. Oh, and Jewel decides to stay with them. Yeah. So she is. Uh, she's gone. Yeah. She uh, she stays behind because she's gonna she's gonna teach those monks monks what happened in the the uh, intervening uh, twelve hundred cycles. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Which I don't see the point. I don't see the point either. They don't have TV. Yeah. They don't. They don't seem to interact with any culture outside of the cliff. Yep. Why do they need to know that that uh, over a thousand cycles have passed? Right. And I mean, the and they planet, didn't even notice. The planet is mostly inhabitable, uninhabitable up till that point. Yeah. Until Crichton saved it. Uh, so yeah, like you know, they they. I mean, they don't realize that they have been in, in suspended animation, so just leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Don't fuck with the, the Prime Directive, guys. Exactly. There's no point. Nope. Uh, but yet she stays, and, uh, and yet we gain. Yeah, we do. not having jewels. <laughs> their, their loss is our gain. Yes. <laughs> Though she does finally, finally... Put the canary cry to good use in this episode. Yep. 
we waited a full fucking season for it to happen. That's... After the very first time that she did it. You know, that happened. And, okay, so so the new character, Sokozu, uh, Chiana, Jewel, and, and uh, Naranti are all being held in a prison cell by the Peacekeepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sokozu has somehow gotten access to the Peacekeepers, uh, and she, she wants to go talk to the prisoners, who, who immediately attack her, mm-hmm. and the guards just stand there doing fucking nothing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as... Who cares? Yeah, as, uh, Jewel and Chiana attack Sokozu. And then all three of them discuss their plans openly. Yeah. Uh, in front of the guards, who are standing a foot away, Mm -hmm. with their guns drawn. Uh, and so then, Jewel tells Sokozu, or tells Chiana to uh, hold her hands over uh, Sokozu's ears. And at that point, I still had no idea what was happening. <laughs> <clears throat> and I thought, well, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, I, I honestly thought, like, is is this, like, going to knock her out? Right. Is there something about covering her ears that will give them power over her? I had no idea what was happening. No, yeah. It turns out that, uh, yeah, she, she used her powers. Yeah. Her screaming powers to melt the handcuffs. Yeah. Uh, didn't see it coming, because why would she do anything useful <laughs> now? It was a pleasant surprise. It was a pleasant surprise, yeah. <laughs> so, so Sokozu has her ears covered. Uh-huh. No one else does. No. Apparently that's not a problem. Uh, I guess not. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, because maybe they're just used to it. Maybe, that's and, true. And the guards were wearing helmets, so yeah. the sound was muffled. <laughs> the guards are clearly deaf. Yeah. To begin with. And then they just stand there. Yep. And the three of them then turn and perform the slowest attack ever. Yeah. A slow tack. Sexy Charlie's Angels slow tack. It was pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> they are pretty ladies. And then, and then, the greatest moment of the series ever. The hand gesture between Chiana and Jewel. <laughs> Which, I'm going to attempt to describe this. Okay. You know the thing where one person holds their hand out like a, like they're cupping the hand, right, and then yeah. another person takes their, their hand and 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 uh, puts it over the other hand and sort of, like, wiggles, like wiggles their fingers yeah. on the palm. Right. That is what they do. Yeah, kind of. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, apparently that's made it out to the Uncharted Territory. Did teach them that? I hope so. <laughs> if so, why? Yeah. And I will disagree with you. Because that is actually the second greatest thing that has happened in this series. Okay. It's the first greatest thing that happens in this series is towards the end. Okay. Just as Jewel is saying her goodbyes to everybody. Uh, because apparently we cut back to the show after the commercial break to find the aftermath. Of what was possibly a deep, passionate kiss between Chiana and Jewel. 
as Chiana is readjusting Jules boobs. <laughs> yeah, she uh it's like it's like there was a, a scene of dialogue between the two, but they only show right after they stop talking. Right. And for some reason Chiana has her hands on uh Jules Bustier. Yes. And it's weird and uh, confusing. Uh huh. Exciting. Confusing in many different ways. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. But so that happens. Exciting. <laughs> but exciting. I, I will grant you that it's exciting. Uh, so then, uh, let's see what else happens. Uh, we've covered the, the sex stuff, we've covered. <laughs> Uh, the, the hand gesture and the boob pulling. Um, uh, Jules is out of the show now. She and uh, Dargo have their goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naranti is sadly now a part of the show, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So we trade we trade Jewel for <coughs> Naranti and Sikozu. Yeah. Um, Which is not a fair trade. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sakozu's fine. I like Sakozu. Yeah. I, st- I, I still like her, yes. Yeah. Uh, but Naranti is uh, a negative effect on, on just everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's see, there's the Leviathan suicide uh, scene. Yeah, that's right. So part of part of their master plan for escaping from the Peacekeepers is that the, uh, the uh, old dying Leviathan that they've been traveling in uh, is gonna gonna crash into all of the uh, the peacekeeper prowlers, yep. uh, killing it and destroying the prowlers. Yep. So that happens. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. more or less as planned. Mm-hmm. A little early, but you know, right? What are you gonna do? Yeah, just suicide. When when you die, you die. Sure. Yeah, she was ready to go. She was. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. There's uh, there's Scorpius. Yep. Which, uh, still... which I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Scorpius is still a dog, I mm-hmm. guess? Sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. They keep him on a leash and yeah. he drinks out of a bowl. Um, <laughs> That's not a joke. That's yeah. actually a thing. Yep, that happened. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they... I don't know. Something happens and they've gathered everybody together, forcing John to dig a giant grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they offer to let him kill Scorpius. Uh, and he refuses, and so Bracca shoots Scorpius in the chest, and then dumps him in the grave. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going to kill uh, Sikozu for reasons. Because. Because she's there. Yeah. And, uh... They and, don't like redheads. Yeah. Uh, why should they? Because <laughs> they are beautiful. They are devious. They're gorgeous. <laughs> They are witches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she hops down into the grave to uh, to make sure that Scorpius is dead. Well, they throw her in the they grave. They throw her in the grave, that's right, sorry. And then they're gonna kill her. Uh, uh, but then uh, Scorpius is alive! He is! And, uh, Secret. And he's uh, speaking to her and uh, telling her things, uh, such as the secret code word that she then says out loud. Yes. But has no idea what it means, but yet it's enough, apparently, to keep her alive. It's apparently, it's a, it's a big, big fancy code word. Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he begs her to prevent them from burying him. And she yeah. tries, but it doesn't work. Yeah. They bury Scorpius alive. They do. And then forget about him for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just gone. Yep. <laughs> so Scorpius is dead. He's buried under the temple. Yep. That is returned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scorpius is dead. Yep. Long live Harvey. <laughs> so yeah yeah we've covered every major uh aspect of this episode i thought that the temple uh looked like galactus, uh, galactus. yes yes <laughs> yeah dude yeah so galactus is coming <laughs> to devour <laughs> that planet that's cool yeah as long as the silver surfer uh warns everybody first sure and the Watcher does not interfere. Nope. <laughs> totally always interferes. Yeah, he just shows up, tells everyone what's going to happen, yeah. but he's not interfering. Nope. He is the worst at his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool to see uh, to see them face something like Galactus. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Could be fun. Could be. Yeah. The end. <laughs> so that's all I had to say about that. As long as he's a giant cloud. Right. <laughs> cloud of bugs. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was all crap. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Uh, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, don't watch it. And Warren Ellis' Galactus Trilogy, don't read it. Yeah. It's terrible. It is pretty bad. They're all terrible. <laughs> Alright, well yeah. Should have been a one-parter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just gonna say that right now. Mm-hmm. Probably should have said it sooner. I think it was just implied. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was not a great episode. <clears throat> no. not, definitely not a great two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was better than part one. Mm-hmm. But only by a little. Yeah. It was more coherent. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, so we're left with our heroes all cramped into a uh, cargo ship with uh, John being towed in the module uh, behind him. Yeah. By himself. That's nice. Yeah. That's probably relaxing. Uh, that's where I would prefer to be if Abs- I was in that situation. Absolutely. <laughs> People are the worst. Yes, they are. All right, then. So, goodbye. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters.